Hello, welcome back to Flights to Allegasia. Today we have another tabletop talk. We have Jack here. Jack, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Tired. Um, Me too, actually. No, nah, well, we're all the same boat. <laughs> yeah. Um, if just tell us a little about yourself, Jack. And the question I always like to ask our people, the people who are going to be honest with the Q and A, is how did you get into the inherited cycle, and where is your like path of journey to? Mm, yeah, so how did I get into the inheritance cycle? Um, so I got into the inheritance cycle in middle school. Uh, I was an avid reader. Uh, and the one series I read most of all was Harry Potter. And every lunchtime in the library, I'd uh, be reading one of the Harry Potter books. And every time I got to the end of Deathly Hallows, I'd flip back over to the beginning of the Philosopher's Stone. And one of the library librarians took note of that and said, why do you keep reading the same series over and over? How about you try this? And it was the inheritance cycle. Yeah, well, that's pretty much my story. Um, so I picked up that series and I loved it. And he's never looked back. Never looked back. Have you, read, have you reread Harry Potter since? I have, yes. Yeah. So, so uh, just to let everyone know, Jack's from Australia. And so it's just really cool for us to have listeners all around the world. Yes, it's awesome. And yes. that's why we're all tired because it's nighttime for him and it's early morning for us. Mm. So, 7 a.m. for you, isn't it? It is, it is. It really mm. shouldn't be early morning for us and what we do, but... It, it is, is early for morning for me. I bartend, dude. That's true, but you used to not to. You used to wake up at four. <laughs> that's fair. I still wake up around six anyway, so that's okay. But... Well, Jack, I'll let you take the floor in terms of questions for us and what kind of interesting facts you want to know about us because we are full of them. And yeah, so I mean, yeah. we're full of something. It's not interesting <laughs> facts, but yeah, full of shit usually. But... Well, it all comes out in the podcast. It usually does. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so I thought I'd start out with uh, sort of like an icebreaker type of question. And that is, if you were a rider and you could choose, what color would your dragon be and what would you name it? I don't know why, but I have a really strong urge. I would like a blue and name it Sephira. It's just like, it just, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I wonder where you got that idea from. I don't know. I really don't. So this has always been like a debate, especially because it's really dumb. It's like someone asking me what kind of lightsaber color I'd like to have. Now, I get mm. there's like a theory that lightsabers are related to a certain aspect of someone, whether that's hope or whether that's um, like passion. He's trying to justify being a Sith Lord, which he is. I, which we're I'm all really aware justified of. to be a Sith Lord of a red <laughs> dragon and naming it something really bizarre, probably. Something really bizarre. I might name well, it got Snape. <laughs> We've got a red dragon on the cover of the book, so I know we haven't met him, and it just oh. no, not yet. No I'm spoilers. Looking forward to that part. No spoilers. Are, I mean, you, are you caught up on the podcast? I am. Yes, I watched the um, most recent episode yesterday. Okay, cool. Oh, that was another. Uh, well, I'll let you answer this question, Armin, before I ask a question. Um. Okay. Dragons are amazing, no matter what color they are or what their names are. Absolutely love dragons. You're just trying um, to get out of not answering. <laughs> if I don't know if you ever read the really old Cornelia Funk book, Dragon Rider, but I was that was like a childhood book that I grew up with that my parents read to me. Um, and there was this gold, the, the villain was this gold dragon named Nettlebrand, which I thought was really cool. So I'd, I have to go with either a gold dragon, um, like a Glador or Glader. Um, or a black dragon named Ray, R-A-E. I don't ask me why. I don't know. It just seems cool. <laughs> nice choice. All right. All right. So I, red dragon or yeah. black or gold. Yeah. Um, Jack, how'd you get into our podcast? That's always a question I like to ask our, ask our listeners Ooh, and everything. Um, I, I saw it on Reddit. Uh, okay. Because I have a um, Discord bot that just posts all the Reddit posts into Discord. So I saw the podcast and I thought I should check that out because, um, you know, I have other podcasts in my playlist 
but no inheritance cycle ones. This is probably like the first one that I've really listened to. Good. All right. So yeah, from there, uh, in there from the start. Oh wow, that's good for you. <laughs> I know this first few episodes are so we're very difficult to get through. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some pretty shitty episodes. Let's be honest here. Um, I'm surprised you got past the trailer. Yeah, me too. Oh, I mean, yeah. Have you redone that trailer yet? We have, and I have failed to post it. That's all. Uh, we have probably had it redone for about a month and a half now, and I'm just being lazy. So, at least it's done. You can put at it out least there it's at done. some point. I'll put it out there. Hopefully, yeah, someday, one day. <laughs> you will. I probably will. <laughs> if I you make it through the trailer down. in the first three episodes, you're you going. It you're probably. Anything. It's like. It's like dating someone. If you make it past X amount of months or X amount of years, you should be okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I made it through sure. the rough part. I'm not sure if that's exactly sage dating advice, but okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> for those of y'all that cannot see our, our screens, uh, Chip just flipped me off, which is merited. But As we're moving on, Jack, what's your next question? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, moving right along. Uh, so in the last episode, um, the most recent one, two days ago, uh, Armin, you guessed that a red dragon would show up since it's on the cover. Uh, however, we did not get that red dragon on page 244, but we got a gold dragon. So what are your predictions, if any, for uh, the red dragon that we see on the cover, if you think we'll see them in this book? Okay. I forgot exactly what we said in that episode on that topic, but it seems two weeks so we that's the one it seems very illogical <laughs> and i mean logic might not have anything to do with it but it seems very illogical for a dragon that doesn't appear in this book to be on this book's cover and for a dragon that does appear in this book to be on the next book's cover it would seem so so i hope there's another <laughs> i hope there's a red dragon coming um I have no idea when. I have no idea in what context. It could be Galvatorix's. It could be Roran's. I don't know. Um, it could be... I have absolutely no clue or inclination as to how this dragon will show up. I just think that, I mean, it's on the book cover. It feels a tad bit obvious that a red dragon should show up. Okay, so... So I, I think we know Galvatorix's dragon's color from Brom's story. Do you guys remember it at You're all? You're going to have to refresh me on that. Is that it? was a long time ago. Uh, Is it like a brown or beige? I mean, I don't want to reveal it if it's not in there. I don't remember I'm it. Sure and it, if it is. If it is in there, I've... Honestly, that's like one of the sections that I've completely forgotten. And I I listened to it again and I've forgotten it again. I need to just go back and like take notes on that one section. Jack. Okay, yeah. It is mentioned in like the first quarter of aragon so also a long time ago so about a year uh, ago a hey. black dragon okay the black so dragon. we've got a black dragon a blue dragon a gold dragon and this upcoming possibly red a red dragon so we've got four in there yeah four dragons in play that's awesome i really want another dragon to pop up just to see how it would complicate things but like i said, I can't really make a prediction on this. <laughs> I mean, I can make a wild guess, but um, nothing that really has any merit or evidence, I guess you could say, behind it. Well, I think people come here for your wild guesses. That's fair. They certainly don't come here for my predictions. Um, no, they do. They ask for them a lot, man. People, yes, like, people, bothered me, people bothered me that I told them I would post the episode, I'd post all the predictions and i failed to do it the day of and i posted it a week later but shame on you i know how dare i <laughs> clearly clearly it's it, you know you can see who's in charge of this it's definitely chip not me i'm just looking for I'm, the ride nope i'm just here for the ride um well, wait guess, if, you're, if you're both here for the ride who's in control no neither one, no of one. us that's the same <laughs> either of us <laughs> oh, there's happens. someone in the shadows oh no we just don't we, we just don't take care of stuff <laughs> <laughs> Kind of how we roll. Hey, we it's, have yet to fail putting an episode out. Now that I say that, it's going to happen one day. Um, bro, uh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but wild guess time. In terms of this red dragon, I all manner of logic makes me think that, yeah, a red dra another dragon will pop up in the 
in an eldest at some point. I think this dragon, if I'm just going to take a wild guess, sure. I think it'll pop up in Roran's storyline. Um, I think he's closer to the Empire. I think he's closer to a source of dragons. Yeah, I.e. the eggs that Galvatorix has. So, mm-hmm. again, by logic and no other manner of reasoning, maybe this red dragon will pop up in Roran's storyline. It has okay. an interesting twist to it. I don't see how it would fit in with his current arc, but I think that I, once again, logic is not entirely solid reasoning in this instance. No, no. But that's about the best I can do. Well, I mean, Aragorn already has two dragons on his side of the story, so it would, it would just be fair just for Roland to get one on his side. Balance yeah. stuff out. A yeah. bit of balance. I like that logic. So have you actually already read beyond the reveal of that golden dragon? Uh, I have. I've yet to send Armin his um, the section we're going to read. Okay. Yeah, Ar- Armin will read it in the next in the thirty minutes before the next episode. Precisely. That Sounds about right. Secret. Yep. He. That's usually. Hey, granted, this last time I told him a section. Hey, I read it before him. He did read it before me. He read about. He. I told him when to stop, because I knew what was coming. I told him to stop, and then I read up to that point, and then we read the last part together. So, mm. yeah, I mean, after your reaction, I assumed you would just after the podcast just go and read the rest. No, I have. We are ha- disciplined. That's a lot of self control. <laughs> I have a bit more uh, inhibitions implemented when it comes to because usually, yes, I just I'd probably finish the book after that, but with this you kind of get used to the pace because we're moving at an extremely slow pace. And I'm actually usually a really quick reader. So um, I Me could, too. if I was reading this at full pace, I'd probably finish this entire series in three days or give or take. Yeah. That's what Red did. I told so, him to stop and he just fucking. That's why Red has the back is because he just read the entire series. And I told him not to, but he just did. He just went, done. But regardless, you got, we do kind of get used to the pace. So um, it's easier to, I don't know, it's easier to have some self-control when you've already been doing it for eight months. Yeah, yeah. So practice thing. Very factual. But no, don't get me wrong. I am chafing under not having read it. It is annoying. As Pellini said, we read it about the pace that he wrote it. But everyone, if I feel confident enough, unless something goes... Uh, may dismay array i don't know the right words for that one i think it's ari or array i'm not sure to go array if they go array. something goes wrong if something unless something goes wrong we're gonna go weekly after this we are gonna start trying to go weekly so you guys have been asking for it and it's finally here that's uh, my alarm clock time to wake up people um it is gonna happen uh we've decided armin and i've talked we are gonna try um starting the next week um we will start posting weekly and our interviews will be either posted with a with an episode the same day or on a sunday possibly i haven't decided there um for those who like to hear about our um reading selections those will i'll try to start posting those on sundays for the following episode just so everyone knows what's coming um, what's about to come but for all those who aren't listening because i know you aren't but you actually do hear this if you wait that doesn't make any sense <laughs> what the fuck mm. does that mean <laughs> for those people who aren't listening i'll say this again <laughs> an episode it's a podcast that you would they hear listen this anyway. to the podcast <laughs> There's actually a few amount of people who don't listen to the tabletop talks, and I don't know why. Okay, that's fair. They're pretty entertaining. Oh, that's unfortunate. It is. I like them. Well, that's exciting. I'm always ready for more content from Chip and Armin, Flights to Allegasia. That's all we need to hear, because that's what makes us want to do this podcast. Yes. But... We do appreciate the little endorsement there. He's not under pressure, y'all, we promise. No, um... no I was not paid for this, <laughs> and neither are you holding a gun to my head. Go back to your first question. What color dragon and what name would you have? Yes. Oh, uh, so my dragon would be purple. And of yes. course, she would pick her own name. Nice. But I, I think like I'd suggest name. to her um, Niverell is a name I like. 
That's ah, that's nice. I like it. I like it. We both had a teacher um, who absolutely loved the color purple. Gave us all like these big, mm. thick purple binders um, or folders. Oh yeah. Just color royalty stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's your next question, Jack? Next question. Uh, oh, about the film. Have you actually watched the um, 2006 film uh, yet? No. I know we said we would. We haven't yet. I apologize, everyone. We've been kind of hedging on um, streaming it. We're trying to figure mm. out the best way to do it. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, we can't really... We can watch it and then give our reactions in a podcast episode, which would be, be kind of boring. Uh, well, I, we, I think yeah. if we could figure it out, the, pro- the problem is we have so much traveling this, this past summer here, uh, both of us are, and so much work that we just have failed to find the time to do it. Um, but what we'll probably do is we'll record, we'll stream and record us watching it. And for those who fail to see the streaming, I'll post the audio. And in the audio, I'll be like, we're starting the movie in three, two, one. So everyone can hit play at the same time as when we start the movie. Oh. So again, in the audio style so that they can also kind of follow along and see exactly what we're seeing and why we are reacting the way we are. Yeah. Come yeah. suffer but with us. I think us. that'd be kind of boring at the same time because it's it'd be like a director's talk. commentary. Yeah. Made by two schmucks who barely know what they're talking about. <laughs> exactly. So it doesn't really matter. But like the point is, is like, I don't like to talk during the Same as the director. Anyway. So like if, if I'm gonna post something like I don't, I just, I just think it'd be really boring. So, if you're gonna want to see us or have us watch the movie and get the best reaction, just watch it with us when we stream. If we ever get there, eventually. yeah, I think that'd be fun. We will eventually, everyone. I promise. It'll. It, I think it would be fun. We're just mostly. There's a reason why we chose podcast format instead of YouTube or Twitch or anything other. Aside yeah. from it being a better setup, we chose it because we didn't want to tangle with any of that stuff. Exactly. So we're kind of hedging on the idea of streaming it and just long story since... short, we're just being lazy. That's pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a lot of work to set all that up for like a one time thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy the film? Be able to spoil it, but did you enjoy the film? I have a lot of like I've heard a lot of bad things about it. I've also heard a couple of people be like, it was good as a film. Like if you read the book, it sucked. But if you just kind of look at it and took it away as just a movie of its own it's good yeah I, I think i would agree with that i mean it's nothing outstanding even on, on its own but when i first watched it i would have been pretty young i might not have even read the books at that point but i i didn't think it was too terrible uh but like i, I most recently watched it uh before the tweet storm because i was making some media for that and uh it was laugh laughable okay <laughs> i love that description <laughs> but as a, as a first time first time watching it after reading in aragon it would be really cool to see your take on it okay because we both i mean we don't know as much about like movie production or stuff like that but we do also love movies yes yeah um, and our story is a big part of it too yeah so it'd be fun but yeah we're just being lazy right now. <laughs> Pretty much. What's your next question, Jack? My next question. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned before, uh, we had a tweet storm recently, and I guess the inheritance cycle community has seen a bit of a resurgence and a renaissance rallying around the hashtag Aragorn remake. And it's all happening on Twitter and Facebook and Reddit. And it's been covered in a lot of news outlets. And my question is, are you excited for a possible Aragon remake adaptation? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Oh, yes. That's, I mean, that's, yeah. I know, I, didn't part, I know we didn't partake as much as we had hoped or liked, but I definitely um, was putting out there a couple of tweets and I was retweeting a lot of the stuff just so it was at least retweeted. You know, hmm. I was in my biggest thing during that tweet storm. Um, every bit helps every bit helps so you know i i know i didn't and I, I i came up with a couple of things but like i honestly i was just like trying to retweet because that was the 
because like if people have already posted it and like yes it is good to have an original post also from a different source but for disney it's just the numerous of seeing the aragon hashtag aragon remake so just being able to retweet that was definitely the easiest way to do it so i guess again once again i was being lazy and just letting people do the work for us and we're just kind of riding the wave but i can't if if it happens i will be really excited and i'd probably hopefully by then you know we'd have already watched the movie but this podcast would turn into a much bigger thing because i also correct me if i'm wrong jack is there a video game of aragon that like was uh, played is. In, like way back we need to play the, that when the movie came out or something i haven't played it but yes there's um there's one for the pc i think there's various console versions and i think there's a um like a nintendo ds version maybe and apparently it's better than the movie in terms of storyline <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to play that then oh man now that's Especially something we won't be lazy version? about yeah yeah apparently I've, I've never actually played it okay that's it would be interesting yeah. yeah i'm definitely excited for a just resurgence or remake because well i'm generally of the mindset that books are always better than movies <laughs> unless the movies are made first um i do appreciate film adaptation and how uh each director can take scenes differently or design stuff differently and just sort of with dialogue or characters, I like to see what other people can do with it. That's why like just collaboration on literature and art in general is awesome because you get to see how other people see the same, the exact same work. So I definitely, definitely would love to see a remake either. Is it supposed to be a remake of a TV show or a movie? Uh, that would be up to Disney, but I think most people, it sounds like most people are pushing for a TV series. I think they are. See, for structure, um, and once again, I don't mean to decry anybody who is pushing for a TV show, but in my honest opinion, I would prefer a movie. I don't think the structure, it would change too much of the plot structure if they broke it into TV episodes. And Paolini is a bit more long-winded when it comes to plants. Hmm. I, I believe... But- if they try to do a TV show, they're just going to have to listen to the podcast and really get a feel for exactly what this movie slash TV show needs anyway. So that's either yeah. something. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, my point is, is that I feel that it, it's... If you split this into a TV show, it's going to make me feel the way I felt that The Hobbit was split into three movies. Yeah. A yeah, little that bit was, too just... drawn out. Just get over. Yeah, I think they could have done two movies and that would have been fine. Three was just a little bit too much. I feel that if you make this a TV show, they will make one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think that. I think one was enough. Yeah, it's fine. It was good. Yeah. There's so a like, reason my, my, why one didn't have appendices. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry. I mean, that's the, that's the way I feel like I'm gonna feel. Granted, I might feel differently if it actually happens, and depending on who they have to be the characters and actors and actresses. But for the most part, I feel like I would enjoy a movie more so than a TV series. Hmm. Interesting. Excited about either one. Yes. So uh, you made some good points there, um, which made me think of another question. Okay. From anything you've read so far, what's one change you would make if you were in the writing room adapting the books to the screen? Man, that's a big-ass like, question right there, dude. That requires invokes right. a level of knowledge about both writing and filmmaking that I do not possess. <laughs> um, Same. <laughs> in terms of plot, in terms of, like, scenes, in terms of structure. Well, like, maybe one thing that you didn't particularly like, or, like, it could be something tiny or something overarching. I would... I guess my biggest thing is, and the only reason I say this is because there are multiple scenes of this are the very long traveling takes in these books. They're not Wait, bad. what do you mean? You don't want a whole episode of traveling? I don't exactly enjoy a whole episode of them just walking through the desert. Um, no, but my point is, is that like, if they, I mean, I, want, I wanted to make sure that uh, like those who just want to watch the TV show who don't know anything about the series do, 
or, or the movie do get the feel that they have traveled from X to um, X to Y. But my point is, is that there's so many of them and I feel like there's bound to be more that it makes sense where if you can make it a, a little bit shorter of a scene and kind of highlight some of the bigger ones, like when Brom and Aragon, if I remember correctly, are going through a pretty windy place. I forget where it was, but that moment when Brom uses magic for the first time in Aragon and he says Brisinger and he makes a fire for them, you know, like that would be a very, like, that's a moment you need to have in the series. But that moment is the only really big moment in that whole entire time that you actually like really need during that little, like that snip of like two or three pages where it's just talking about them traveling and the harsh wind that they had to deal with. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it would be nice to like, get the feel of like seeing like Saphir kind of being blown back and like having to tuck her wings in and everything. But at the same time, that's not really a hundred percent necessary for a, a viewer of a movie or TV show to actually have to experience. I would assume. Great the other shit. thing is that would be very expensive. That scene. Yeah. Yeah. Given yeah. the CGI and also Aragon interacting with it. Exactly. Yeah. So and that's something a lot of movies do is they cut out the traveling, they cut out the interim, they only keep what's needed. Like the first Harry Potter, the Sorcerer's Stone, they cut out all the different instances of the letters finding Harry and the different places that the Dursleys went to. They only they include the house with it. They yeah. did actually film those. There's some deleted scenes of like letters and eggs and things yeah. like that. I thought it was because get... I really thought there's like an extended version, a little bit like one. I feel like there's two versions of this of the Sorcerer's Stone. I know it's a philosopher's stone for that's the name of it for you, but for us it's sorcerer's stone because America's not smart enough. Um, Apparently, but, we can't um, handle words that are longer than sorcerer. What? <laughs> um, the what stone? I'm just kidding. Um, my Actually, point is, philosopher is that, longer than sorcerer. Hold on. I, I think it's just a smarter, smarter sounding thing, and <laughs> Americans just sorry. can't deal with it. Um, sorry, my point is, is that I mean, I thought there was I, two I think, adaptations sorry. of that movie where. I saw Platunia opening egg with the paper in it. I feel like I've seen that before. Mm. Like, I feel like there's a movie that I like, one of the Harry Potters that I actually saw that happen in it. And it wasn't the Joke's movie. on oh. you. It's the Lego video game adaptation. Oh my God, it is. <laughs> I was just joking with that. Is it actually? I think it is. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. I know I've seen it somewhere and it might be in there because I. The Lego version. Let's be honest. I was here. completely let's, joking. Let's be honest here, though. The Lego version would be way funnier, and it actually might actually have that part in the book. I was right. just fucking with you. I have no idea if that's actually. That's, the that's case. fine if you're fucking with me. I don't care. I mean, it sounds like something Lego would do. It exactly. They made some badass video games. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm assuming you listened to uh, Podolus Mike Schubert's episode about the games. Okay, I won't lie. I have it. I never listened to him past the books. I just, uh, okay. I just yeah. wanted to hear his reactions on the books. Yeah, I think that's where most people stopped, actually. Um, I personally never listened to Potterless. Um, I actually really, this is the first thing I've ever done involving podcasts. I haven't really listened to any <laughs> or done anything like that. I just trusted Chip to say, yeah, this is what the other guys are doing and just went along with it. Well, yeah, this is, this is a high quality me? podcast. Man, that's a, that's As in, it's a high quality podcast. Ah. Thanks. High quality, man. It's, I mean, out of the few podcasts <laughs> I've listened to, <laughs> there's the right statement. I mean, dead silence. I'm in a that closet. That sounds more like us. I'm in a closet, and <laughs> our audio files are Zoom recording and B3s. <laughs> okay. and Zoom recording. Granted, that has worked well for us. So, in terms of what I cut or what I change from the book in the movie adaptation, is that I would introduce Roran's storyline earlier. Uh, I would keep it parallel with Aragon's after he left. Um, I'm not entirely sure how I'd do that in terms of writing, but for a TV show in particular, I would keep those film lines parallel instead of introducing them in a different season. That's um, smart. I would, especially since time, like their timelines are fairly congruent. There's about a month, a couple months pause between when Aragon leaves and when Roran picks up. I would probably either make up something to go there or mm -hmm. change that timeline, but I'd change it so that their time, uh, so that each of their storylines are happening at the same time throughout the TV show. Yeah. I feel, I feel that Pelini would have the image he would already want. And so maybe I'd add in during that little like snippet of like 
Roran's actual, uh, like when he actually comes back to Carvajal, that thing, instead of showing him and then him, his thought process and his annoyance of it. I feel like his yeah. actual um, first yeah, yeah, reaction yeah. to it, you know, maybe that's what I would add there. And, you know, yeah. he's probably already have that image in his head of what that he want, he would like that to have looked like yeah. in his book or something. Plus, I wouldn't switch it. I wouldn't do sort of the way that Pellini structures it in the book if it were a TV show or a movie. I wouldn't do it in sections like the uh, chapters are. So it's like three or four chapters per character. I'd split it up more like the uh, more like kind of like the Two Towers movie, of Lord of the Rings, where they okay. flop between um, the Hobbits yeah. and the uh, the three. Yeah. Yep. So I'd do it more like that, so that each the story, like the plots themselves, are more broken up, but they're more consistent. Dude, Two Towers splits between three different groups in the movie. Yeah. When you if it's if it was a movie. Would you keep them separated as they are? Does that make sense, or would you try and like, inter- like kind of take some of book two, like you're talking about? Because I see how a TV show you definitely would want to like try and like bring Roran in earlier. But as a movie, would you want to do that too? Or would you want to stick with just the Aragon book and then do a flip flop? And for the and movie, I would do the same. For the movie, okay. I do the same, but not as drastically. Okay. Um, but I do think, and maybe just like reintroducing Roaring towards the end or maybe even cutting a few unnecessary sections or scenes out of Aragon, um, out of Aragon's storyline to introduce Roaring earlier. Now, once again, I am not a producer. I know nothing about screenplay or screenwriting, anything like that. But I would do that because once again, calling back to something that happened so early on in a separate movie I don't think that would go over too well in terms of just flow and how just just how themes and plot lines would go along. I definitely think that Roran's storyline should be introduced in the first instance of whatever media it's in. Okay. Yeah, so rather than... Question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, I think I can think of a few changes I'd make further down the line, but that's kind of involves spoilers. No. Well, then don't but, say it. No. Yeah, I, I, I won't. I mean, it's suffice to say that I feel strongly enough about it to maybe write an, an essay at some point when I get the time. Hey. Wow. Uh, as for the, um, what we've read so far, uh, in the second book, where the chapters are going back and forth between Aragon and Roran, um, to adapt Eldest, I would introduce a third character to that back and forth mix. Uh, so where, where you'd visit the story of Aragon, you'd visit the story of Roran, and then you'd visit the story of this third character that I can't name at the moment. Okay. And that's actually an idea that Christopher had for the second movie, if that ever went ahead, but unfortunately it didn't. Um, it sounds an he... awful lot like a spoiler to me. Yes. Yeah, yes. Asshole. Sorry. Um, <laughs> 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 that's, that's why I didn't reveal the name of the character. Uh, that's not how... Are we bringing Murtog back? Don't get my hopes up like that, you asshole. Don't get my hopes up. I'm not talking to you, Jack. I'm talking to Chip. Don't get my hopes up like that, you bitch. You cannot play with my emotions like that. Dude. <laughs> Are you getting where the fuck Murtog has been this whole time? If it's any character, it's probably not Murtog. I hope it is. I want it to be, but it's probably a character back in the Varden. Hmm. That makes the most sense. Yeah, there's an idea. Why don't you bring it back to all the way to Tyrim to Jude? <laughs> like this guy, I, uh, like he figures out his ship deal. He's like, "Yep." So I figured out. Do you why think Jode's going to come back? I yes. don't know. I don't know. Did I make a solid prediction on this? In I think you might have. I actually. think I did. I did. Um, you made one a while back about Roran meeting. Remember, like, like I, okay. I can't remember which episode it was in, but yes, precise. Yes, as it, I do fully believe that Jode will come back in, and I do believe that he will serve as either a reference or connecting to between Roran and Aragon storylines. Mm, yeah, I remember that. Um, I thought that it would be Murtog. I thought that that would be insane. Murtog being the bridge between those two storylines. I am being deprived of that desire right now. However, <laughs> um, I do think Jode would be a good substitute, and I think that the fact that we left off, we left Jode's issues unresolved. And what Pauline said about revisiting some stuff in book one makes me think that Jode and his problems will resurface with Roran's storyline. You can chalk that up on the official list. I think it's, I don't know if it's on the official list or not. I don't know if it is either. 
Regardless, anybody, any of you noobs out there who don't only watch the extended edition of Lord of the Rings, shame on you. Get on our level. <laughs> and do it all in one night. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You can only there watch it continuously. There's not. There's, there's not. not. The rest of y'all are noobs for thinking there is. Red and I did it, and Red just passed the fuck out in the third movie. That's he true, was done. Red also doesn't have an attention span. <laughs> and he's not the one with ADHD. No, it's not, which is funny. <sighs> All right, let's go on. Let's follow on to our next question. Um, okay. Ooh. Do I have any other questions, actually? Anything off the top of your head that you just want to ask us? Um, yeah, personally, you can, like, okay. you can get personal with us. Yeah, personal chill. questions. Um, what's the plan for today? Well, I got a lot of stuff to do. I'm going to the beach next week, and so I'm going to clean up the house a little bit. And then I got to go get my little sister. And then I go bartend tonight. And I close down the bar and I probably will not be home till about 3.30 a.m. That's wow. pretty good. Uh, that's, a, that's a long day. It's a normal Friday and Saturday. What about you, Armin? What's your plan for the day? That implies that I have one. That's um, true. <laughs> Armin stayed up yeah. all night instead of going to sleep like a normal person. He just stayed up all hey, night before this interview. That is true. I have not slept. And so um, he's going to go to sleep right after this interview. Yep. I'm probably going to go back to sleep. Or back to sleep implies that I was asleep in the first place. You went um, to sleep. <laughs> we have established that, yes. Uh, Armin, what did you do during your time of awake all night again? I modded Skyrim for eight hours and watched the Pirates of the Caribbean movies as I was doing so. Once again, get on my level. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> it was actually very fun. I was having a great time. Oh, good. <laughs> but, Besides going to bed, what's your plan um, for tomorrow, Jack? Oh, my plan for tomorrow? Um, it's true. I forgot you were yeah, Sorry. Not too much. I'll just be going to work. Um what do you do in in the afternoon? So I work at a hospital. Wow! Uh, not as a doctor. So, I work in the kitchens. Okay. Hey, nice. Um, every little bit helps. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure, it's greatly appreciated. Oh, it, it, it's 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 actually really fun. Um, visiting visiting all the patients and talking with them. Um, but yeah, it's just a um job I've got while studying. Um, yeah, today was more of an interesting day. I went out and helped someone with their IT problems. And then I went to work. Huh. Wow. What are you studying is... for? Uh, I'm doing a Bachelor of Engineering and a Bachelor of IT. Oh, wow. Nice. nice. Okay. Solid. You want to take a look at my computer if you're ever in the state? <laughs> and... You'll cry. You'll cry? Mm, well... Nine times out of ten, it crashes every time I open it. That's unfortunate. It's getting better. I think it's like eight <laughs> out of ten times now. Oh, okay. Um, it's improving. It is improving. No, it's not. It's a, <laughs> Don't it is actually. No, it's not. It is improving. It's still taking more and more time to boot it up every time it crashes. That's actually not that true. It actually goes pretty well. Huh. Um, what part of Australia do you live in? Uh, I live in the capital, Canberra. Nice. I was about to say, I don't know what the capital is of Australia, man. That, you had to say I'm which one very that glad is. that you said yeah. it afterwards, because I was yep. about to guess the wrong place. I don't want to be like, Sydney? <laughs> Sydney? Sydney is more well-known, so I wouldn't blame you for guessing that. Um, oh. And yeah, like, Canberra's only 400,000 people, and Sydney's a couple million, so... Oh, wow. Okay. I always wonder why capitals aren't the most well-known places in countries. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, Yeah, well... Um, there was a sort of a fight between Canberra. Sorry, sorry, uh, a fight between Sydney and Melbourne for who would be the capital of Australia, and they couldn't decide. So they built Canberra as a planned city in the middle. So in the mountains, huh. yeah. who knew? Wow. Well, you did actual, ne <laughs> actual no, negotiation and people agreeing on something. That's my hmm. one thing I learned today. That I'm good. To they, they compromised. That is impressive. They just have, you know, a capital like Raleigh for us, um, which is just stupid it's just for a number stupid. of reasons. Anybody from Raleigh, you can fight me. Um, <laughs> Come at me, bro. But 
I think actually no. The reason why Raleigh's our capital is because of the charter. I'm pretty sure. But very different no circumstances. Idea why capital to capital. Pretty sure it's because of the charter. But very different circumstances. Do you have any other questions, any... Jack? Oh, I was just going to ask. Do you have any questions for me? Uh, like mm. anything about the story so far, or that I might be able to answer if it's spoiler free, or Who's your even anything beyond so the books. Yes. Uh, so far. Um, it's probably Safira. So far. Okay. And is this is okay? You say so far. Is this also kind of your thought process of what she becomes later, or like is this really up to like what you like what we know now? This like this is your favorite character. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, based on what you know now, I I mean, like on the characters that you have in the repertoire so far, I'd I'd say Safira. I think she's witty <laughs> and she's wise, and she's sarcastic. Now, um, don't if it changes, you obviously don't tell us the name. No. Do you have a favorite character by the end of the series that's not Safira? Um, it might be different. Okay. I'd have to uh, probably have to read the books again, actually. Okay. With a more critical lens. Okay. You talked realize... earlier. You talked earlier about reading or writing an essay. Um, do you write? Are you an aspiring writer? Also. Uh, not not an aspiring writer, but I do enjoy writing, and I got like good grades in English and the humanities, and I have written like short stories, but like for for school, of course. Um, but. There's just so many things you can do with your life that I I think maybe after I retire, it's something I'd like to do. Okay. Makes sense. Armin, do you have any questions? Well, one, I would like to just point out how much we appreciate you being so prepared because if you remember our interview with Mr. Pallini, Everybody that we've interviewed has been way more prepared than we were for him. <laughs> I felt really bad about that. Yeah, so you thank you, actually. You didn't even know about that one. No, I didn't. But still, when, when you meet the author of the book that you've devoted half of your time and life to for the past eight months, it's you probably year, have dude. some question plans. That has been a year. You probably plan some questions. I, so. I've, I've had... Um, two calls with Christopher that were also a bit of a surprise and I didn't have anything planned and I struggled to like I was mostly just listening to everything he had to say okay I also struggled for questions I won it as usual in life so I think you did pretty well and even though I was obviously warned and knew about the situation I just (laughs) won everything as normal so we're gonna have to go back and listen to it to make sure we don't ask the same questions if we ever have them on again I feel like we yeah. can talk a little bit more about the books next time. We yes, we definitely. You know, like definitely. I feel like after Eldest, we can have him mm. talk a little bit more about the books. Yeah, but, when when he doesn't have to work around spoilers. Yeah, because like holding all of that in your head as the author, you you, you oh, know where everything leads. You oh, know, me, I know how all the characters end up. So it's hard to disassociate what someone else has already read compared to what you know happens yeah. did, did you listen to the that creator of the interview world. with uh Polini with us i did yeah i thought it was good oh, you did a good. good job that's a good thing because i was completely out of my mind <laughs> the great thing about Polini is he's a very good speaker and so yes, he did very he well at sharing the flow with us and not having to make it yeah weird yeah and awkward positive. yeah i found that too I mean, as he mentioned on your podcast, uh, he's been doing public speaking for so long that it's the talking like that is just second nature. Exactly. And you could wake him up at 2 a.m. with or without a cup of coffee with and he'd be happy to uh, make a presentation. Wake him up, man. I'm just getting done closing up the bar at 2 a.m. Come on now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But regardless, my point being, we really appreciate uh, just you and all the people that we've interviewed y'all being ready for like not obviously this is informal in every way but we appreciate y'all being like ready and prepared for this it's really nice yeah well all the other tabletop talks are so well done that you know i I don't want to be unprepared trust me we're otherwise i'll I'll be i'll be that guy (laughs) who had the 20 minute episode because he had no questions 
there's a reason why we have a Q&A where you guys ask the questions and we don't have to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I guess another Smart. question for me is, is, is there something that like you have as a particular hobby in Australia that you just haven't heard of or seen almost anywhere else in the world? Huh. Even if I do, I I would struggle to compare it because I don't know well, you don't other people's to. experiences. Okay. So, have you traveled outside like, of Australia? Um, I have. Yes. Um, I've been to the UK, France, and uh, Turkey, but that was a long time ago. Okay. You don't mind me asking, how old are you? Uh, 22. Okay. You seem so well-educated to be so young. Ah. It makes me feel like I need to catch up a little bit. That's not going to happen, but whatever. You're such <laughs> an old man. Huh? That's, that, you're such an old man. That's, that's, you be, that, that's shit you should be saying in like 60 years from now. I know. It's been a long time ago since I went to Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm not oh, talking about me. Jack. I'm talking about you, Chip. Me? What? <laughs> He's only a year older than me. Exactly. Uh, and you're the one saying you seem so well educated for somebody so young. Like, bro, that's, just, <laughs> that's what you should be saying when you're fucking 60. Actually, sorry, I forgot. You are 60 at heart. I'm a 60 in my bones. His doctor so told up. him that his back is the equivalent of a six year old's. Oh, bad. that's it was not a good scenario. <laughs> it's getting better. Oh. I'm doing my stretches. Oh, that's good. I'm so that he wasn't less, joking. I'm, I'm groaning less every time I get out of bed. You know what you need? You need Pilates. You should do some Pilates and yoga. Now that would be something to stream. Exactly, <laughs> bro. I I would pay money to watch that. That would be funny as hell. I wouldn't have to because I could just make you do it anyway. But <sighs> that would be funny as hell. Watch Chip do Pilates. Spin-off podcast. Spin-off podcast. Oh, no. Not a podcast, live stream. It's just me screaming okay. and being in pain. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why it'd be so entertaining. Uh, you hear this, everyone? Armin wants to kill me. Sometimes Armin. when you've came to my house and told me whatever dumb shit you've done, I do. You know this. We're going to just go up. Push that under the rug, like everything else in life. And sometimes, just good scoot. But I think we've mentioned that in this podcast before. I think so. I when think Chip, so. Yeah, when Chip just pops up and says stupid shit. Hey, I got a bike. <laughs> the motorcycles are badass. Do you ride a motorcycle, Jack? No. Do you want to ride a motorcycle? Um, maybe one day. Don't when give I'm, in when to I'm sixty, like Jack. you. <laughs> Say it again. Why do you when think 60. he's 60? It's because he rode motorcycles. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chip. <laughs> you know I'm right. If that's all the questions, we're just going to cut it off right there before I get like shit on anymore. Jack, give me other questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of questions. All right, Armin. Nah, I'm good. I've done all, I've done all the talking I need to do. I'm going to go cry in my closet now. So I'm already in one, already in my closet. It's gonna be okay. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, thank you all for listening. Again, we do greatly appreciate all of you all who support us on Patreon. It's amazing. Again, if you haven't listened to this episode, come back and listen to this episode. If you have listened to this episode, tell someone who has listened to this episode to listen to this episode. Um, that's a lot of episodes. Uh, everyone, thank you, Jack. It is wonderful to meet you. I hope you know if we. I hope our community grows. Is there like anything you want us to give a shout out for you? You know, is there something yeah. that you like your Reddit? I don't know what you post on there. Do you want us to give that? You can talk what your Reddit is. If you have certain things you'd like to share. Um, I yep. know you found us on there. So if you have something that you want um, to share, please feel free. Uh, well, it was wonderful to uh, meet both of you as well and have a chat. Uh, if you want to find me on the internet, uh, I am at brizin.gr that's how the book is spelled b-r-i-s-i-n.gr oh no i'm not an inherited cycle fan um and yeah that's all the stuff that i'm involved in um and yeah 
All right. Oh, thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate your time, man. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. And as we have our day, you have a good night's sleep. Thank you. I will. That's a wrap, folks. No. Hold on. Yep, we're getting yep, this on yep. there. Roll it back. Roll, roll it back. back. Roll it back. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> hello, <laughs> Episode we're back. two, I guess. We've just found out some very interesting information that completely blew our minds. It completely blew our minds. I know we said it's a wrap, but here it is at the end. Jack, please share. Uh, I am the project leader of MC Allegasia, the Allegasia in Minecraft server, where we're recreating Allegasia block by block, complete with all towns and cities and everything in the books yeah and he didn't want to shut out the fucking podcast <laughs> come on jack it's it's your podcast it's not my uh yeah but i want people to get in the community i want people to know that we have others in this dude that's fucking awesome that is amazing that is thank you that is now, awesome now we're interviewing the guy who made Pali's minecraft server yeah and i was just interviewing <laughs> you how was that dude was that like is that, that is like amazing. difficult? Like what? Like what made um, you do that? What made you want to get to do that? So we, um, I started it with my brother in 2012, uh, and I, I don't know why we made it. To be honest, like we we, we just had the inheritance cycle and thought, oh, I know what it was. We we were playing a game called Mindsy, which is based on the armor 2 mod daisy but in minecraft and we wanted to make something like that but with a better world so we chose allegasia to be the basis of the world for this like server mmo rpg game that we wanted to make uh and it might have been wishful thinking because we're still building the map dude that's fucking awesome that's still amazing that is so that's so cool. Dude, I was like I was like, wow, Christopher must like really just like his listeners if you talk to him a couple of times already. I was like, all right. Like, wow, I didn't realize what uh, I, I, I was talking to him for the tweet storm, not for uh were you, were you in that with uh oh my gosh. Jack, you blew my mind. You really I Cannot think I've been of talking to, to you on Twitter. That is amazing. Are oh you, yeah, yeah, that's me. The MC Allegasia? Yes. <sighs> Dude. Wow. I'm talking. It's like, whoa. All right. Sorry, everyone. I feel like we just had like a super villain reveal, but you're a really cool <laughs> guy. Yeah, like, like what? <laughs> super super villain, probably super nerd, I'd say. Hey, super Goodness. nerd equals superhero. That is completely factual but damn that is so cool okay i know damn well as soon as we're done with book four like i'm getting on that shit like i want to see that shit so bad is it like do we have to wait till book four like that is a question Um, do we have to wait or do you like when can we go on there and be okay and not really have any spoilers or are there just like things a little hints that go to the end of book four that you just don't like we can't see We, we we could do a guided tour where we avoid anything that's a spoiler I want to see it all at once. Honestly, I won't lie. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, true. Like, I, I mean, as soon as I see a little bit, I'm just gonna be like, I want to see it all. Just run bricks out of the guided tour. Just run, run yeah, through like, the rest <laughs> of the world. They're like, okay. So, all right, yeah, I guess that, that's that's fair enough, though. I mean, th- there's no spoilers for the storyline that I can think of. It's more yeah. spoilers for the description of places that you might visit later. Hmm. Because okay. at the moment, it's just a Minecraft map. There's no, like, gameplay features or lore right. or anything. Right. So what, what's, your, uh, what's your end goal for that? That is a big project. Uh, so the, um, the first milestone is to actually finish the map. So it's a complete map of Allegasia, which is almost done. We're, like, depending on who you ask, we're about, like, 95% or 69% complete. <laughs> On that. That's a big difference, man. Yeah, it depends on how you calculate it, but um, yeah, which which, which equates to like maybe another two years 
so it's, been a it's long project in the making almost yeah that's yeah impressive. 10 years yeah yeah exactly it's um consumed my life <laughs> but it's been wow. fun and it's like i've met a lot of people through it a, a lot of other creatives in the community um like minecraft players artists uh, multi wegman who does the music for the game yep um yeah so that the end goal is a minecraft map that you can explore and then we'll also use the minecraft map to make an mmo rpg based on the inheritance cycle so you can ride dragons around do magic explore that is amazing play as a dwarf elf ergle human that is that is Is there anything we could do to help you um i'm sure we can think of something yeah, I mean, we're definitely. I mean, to help we've got a everyone. huge community, and like, there's so many ways to help. So definitely. Yeah, and I know, like, we can't really help build until we're done with book four. If we wanted to, or if that's awesome. completely your deal, you know, that's fine. We understand that. Like, this is hard. Kind of a Minecraft novice myself. Don't play that much. Yeah, that's fair. But but like, yeah, we so could like it, we, if... we could put you in a little cage somewhere so you can't look anywhere else except what you're building. Oh. No, 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 no. That's no, fine. No. That's fine by me. <laughs> I about just cry then. Just kidding. Um, that is awesome. Sorry, everyone. I know we said it's a wrap, but like I had to. Uh, we oh, no, talked no, to Jack no, a little bit, and wrapped. we had to get this <laughs> out there. So if you if you aren't following him, he's you are the starter of the tweet storm. Then you organized yes. that. Uh, you can find yeah, one him of the organizers literally on MC Algazia uh, on Twitter. So go find jack there and he he just gives out the greatest information he always updates everything that's going on in the in the inheritance cycle whether that's christopher's Polini's, um you know his own merchandise or whether that's just random updates um do you do anything with the uh with his with his new book or is are you just only solely focused on algazia uh so the new book does expand the map a bit okay so at some point, we'll have to go in and do that part as well. Okay. Um, and then do you, have you read his other book? The one that's not related. I'm trying to remember. I don't want to say the title wrong. It's To Sleep, to in, sleep a in a Sea of Stars. Of stars. Okay. I, I haven't yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Cool. I've heard good things. Good. I'm good. holding off on reading that until I finish this series. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know they don't interlude at all, but like, I, they I don't, want... but I'm enjoying seeing how uh Paulini's writing is progressing so i want to like <laughs> yeah exactly finish Allegazia before i read his sci-fi although I yeah i'm very excited about his sci-fi but still, yeah i'm looking forward to seeing how he progresses in yeah. that way so. still go check out go check out jack's work this uh this minecraft server just is just it amazing, free open man. to the world to like view do you have like a video on youtube of you going around what's the how are people able to access it so uh there's a few ways. Uh, probably the first way that people would be interested in is Christopher's live stream or Christopher's um, tour. That's like 44 minutes long. Christopher just exploring and commenting and uh, talks about various things from the books and how he feels about how we've recreated the world, whether it's like it matches his vision or it's different from his vision. Uh, the other things we do, uh, we've got we do building live streams every now and then where all the staff come on and build and uh, we um, fly around and do stuff on the map. We have cinematics, which um, are like fancy overviews of a location that we've built. So that's all on YouTube at MC Allegasia. If you just search that, it should come up. Uh, We also have a public build server where you can come on and apply to become a builder or a terraformer to help build the map that's incredible that's just awesome man i had a question while you're talking i completely forgot yeah it happens all the time (laughs) it is gone (laughs) well it can't have been that important (laughs) (laughs) i do that all the time Uh, and i think it would have been such a good question it, it was it was a good question i don't know how i forgot it but you'll yeah. remember it in two weeks i will and i'll email you 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, everyone, again, go follow uh, Jack on MC Allegazy on Twitter. Go look him. You said to find that and you can research that on YouTube. Is that correct? Same yep. thing. Okay. Same thing, uh, MC Allegazy. If you are following along in the podcast and you have never read the series and you're following along with us, one, remarkable because I thought we were the only two new readers in the world of Allegazia. Uh, but two, don't go look at it until we go look at it because then you would be spoiled too. Because we want to yeah. get there first. Yeah. <laughs> we're jerks. I'm like, um, but that is incredible, Jack. And congrats. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Oh, do you know what they should do? It wasn't a question. It was a statement. They should make the new Disney series with your server, a Minecraft Allegazia movie type thing. Yeah, an animation. An animation. Yep. Yep. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be amazing. So All the sets are already built. I mean, it's no brainer. Exactly. It's already there. You know, it's either 69 or 95% done. So yep. you just got to be able to, you know, finish it and voila, you're good to go. Yeah, if, if we just had a little bit of Disney funding to finish it off, that would be... Uh... Is that is that the 60, is the 69% done without the new book? Is that what you mean? Um, the no, 69% done is based on the amount of tasks that are complete because we have like a Kanban system that tracks the tasks that we have yet to do. Okay. I'll just check. It's, it's actually 67% complete. Come on, dude. Based on, based on okay. tasks. <laughs> um, okay. yeah, just to be precise. And then 95% is based on the locations that are complete. But okay. the trouble is like the last few steps, putting the finishing touches, those tiny details takes longer than building up cities and huge houses. Yeah. So, so in terms design, of... Y'all design term, sorry to interrupt, with like the slope. Did y'all do that? Yes. Yep. Um, I, I, think I'd, I think I'd like to redo Tian. Um, it's not quite how I imagined it, but yeah, it does have that like lower buildings on the outside, higher buildings on the inside and a cool. white... A white wall surrounding it. Oh that my is god! So cool. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna not want to go on, but I want to go. Ugh. The anticipation is actually killing me. Yes. Yeah. Jack, we're definitely gonna have to have you back on, especially. Our, this is what I'd like to do when we're done with the series. I would like for you to give us a personal tour because you'll probably yes. be done with it by then because it will take oh. us another five years to get done through the series anyway. So that's that's a possibility. So I would love for you as the OG to give us a tour. You and your brother, you know, if your brother wants yep. to join, I would love to have, what's your brother's name? Uh, Matthew. Okay. We could have a Jack and Matt um, in a uh, tour of MC Allegazio. That would be baller. Um, I won't yeah, lie, it took me a minute to do what MC stood for in that, in that Twitter. It took me like, it took me way too long back when I was like, when we first started talking, it took me way too long to remember, like to figure out what the MC stood for, but it made a lot of yeah, sense well, later on. Um, but that's the creativity of a 12 year old coming up with a name for a Minecraft server. Just no, it's slap perfect, MC though. on the front of it. It's perfect. You know, I have a lot of friends who are like, well, I don't have a lot of friends in general. I have acquaintances that have emails that they made when they were 12 and they regret every word that they put in the uh, email. And it makes me so happy that I didn't, wasn't just like Starboy22 and like some XX random... underscore. Yeah, exactly. So like, I'm just very happy that my email is... My personal email is not bad. Granted, I do believe we should change our email because it's just way too long, but... Yeah. We, we, I mean, <sighs> we've played with the abbreviation FDA, but... FDA works. I just it's don't know so how... hard to find an email address. I think I think yeah. what we should do is FTA podcast. Yeah, do you have because... a domain name? What? <laughs> like a <laughs> um like um FTAPodcast.com or something. Oh no, not yet. Because yeah, yeah. you could set up your own email addresses with that, like chip yeah. at FTAPod.com or Armin at FTAPod.com. That's true. It's a bit of work though. Eh, it might be worth it because there's a lot of times when we're you know, we we have emails and I have to remind Armin to go on the email and he gets to remind me to go mm. on the email. I won't yeah. lie, I don't know. I think, back. So I like having the joint email. That is nice to be able to see. So we'll think about it. We'll let we you go, Jack. We I know it's late there. Yeah. That's all right. That was nice talking. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and again, guys, this is the the creator of MC Alakazia. You can find him on Twitter. You can find him on YouTube. And then you said brisinger.com is your 
website? That's brison.gr. Yeah. Brison.gr. Okay. Domain hack. Okay. Um, yeah, everyone. Yeah, this interview turned into a multi, a, a two inter, two way interview. It turned into us fawning over Minecraft. That's what it turned into. Yeah. Oh, well, Minecraft's good. It is. Exactly. If you if you don't like Minecraft, go play Minecraft. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, or just go watch the videos. That's how. Honestly, I was like twelve when I started watching Minecraft videos. I just watched them. I didn't even like play it. And I was like, I just mm. want to play Minecraft now because I just like I saw it. I was like, this is pretty cool looking. So yeah. There's but, so much creativity in the Minecraft community. It's oh, yeah, always yeah. astounds it's, me. It's Armin's, Armin's brother's big into Minecraft. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, like, you, like, oh my, you didn't get the point. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap again. Everyone have uh, a good day. Yeah, our, our brains are just completely been fried. We have yep. nothing else. So uh, well, take care, y'all. Yeah, have a good day. Flights and Allegasia is produced by Chip and Armin, hosted by Chip and Armin, created by Chip and Armin, edited by Chip, music is by Oscar Barbeza, website is by Chip, illustrations are by Birdie Taylor. Thank you for listening and have a great day.